All spiritual growth is purely to consciously realize that we are all one and live every day in that positive mindset. The purpose of our lives is to complete an esoteric spiritual awakening and transformation where we are all consciously aware that we are one. The more we know about our higher selves intertwined with the universe and God as the essence of creation, the more meaningful it is to feel whole because we are one in the same. Everyone has energy within and the power transforms that energy into different vibrations and dimensions. Join Charlie May in the connection to self, your spirit guides and spirit angels. Ascend to higher frequencies, vibrations and other dimensions with the Spirit Guider. This episode has been brought to you by GLM. Ghost lives matter for those who have silent voices unless you give them permission. We are here to protect social justices and injustices to ghosts. Ghost lives matter. We're offended that you're offended. Ghost lives matter. Welcome to Ghost Tales and also the Spirit Guider. I'm your host, Charlie May. Welcome, Jana. Hi. Thanks for having me, Charlie. Good. Good to see you. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you tell people how we met? How we met. Besides, I am blessed to have you as my next door neighbor, and I get to see you multiple times a day. I was given a message that one of my new neighbors was going to expand my spiritual ministry. So that's how we met. And we are- That is how we met. <laughs> <laughs> and we are now kindred spirits. That's it. Tell the listeners what you do because it's very interesting, man. Before I had met you, I grew up with uh, spiritual gifts. I grew up in the Catholic Church and um, I ended up going non-denominational just because of my beliefs at the time. Growing up, I see apparitions, I'd hear voices. What age would you say that started? I think around six years old. I didn't know what was wrong with me and I felt like something was wrong. I mean, every person like child and even adult that I've talked to that has these kind of spiritual gifts or in the Bible they call them the charismatic gifts they think there's something wrong with them Mm. not having a good support system because of the church you go to or the people you're around a lot of parents don't know how to handle it because they're taught oh no we we let a demon in our house or you're doing something bad or there might be something mentally wrong with you especially in this day and age there's so much light on mental disorders so a lot of them are getting challenged Um, but my parents brought me up best as they could and I had enough tools and people at my disposal to kind of lead me down that path say okay what's wrong with me is there I feel like there is something more to this than I'm being told just over the years things got let's say weirder and weirder I started journaling I actually had a priest that told me hey you know you can literally hear the voice of God if you start journaling and I said yeah whatever I started journaling and I kept on hearing Santa Claus's voice and I was telling my dad about this and he was like oh you need to ask that voice who he bows to and I remember hearing a chuckle saying you know I'm the great I am I'm God and all this and I said I can I can do anything I want over the years I did figure it out it was God talking to me. A few years later, I had Jesus Christ start talking to me. And so I have, sometimes 
I'll have God start a sentence and Jesus finish it because they're they're very unique voices. In those years, I had my guardian angel actually appear to me at the office. I remember it was like 735. I was at my day job. And, and how old were you at that time? Oh, I find uh, probably late 30s. Mm -hmm. This is just years and years of weird things happening. And finally, I was like, oh, okay, this is my guardian angel. Now this is even getting more bizarre. And as time went on, I finally accepted, okay, I hear all these voices. I know they're there. I have my guardian angel talking to me. I have God and Jesus talking to me. God's trying to teach me different lessons. One of the lessons he told me was one of the best lessons I ever heard. And it really led me down the path I am now. He said, I'm going to tr I'm going to show you how to unconditionally love somebody. I was like, oh, great. I'm so excited about this. I remember I was grooming my dogs at the time. And he said, um, there's a fallen angel attached to you. He's been with you since you were little. You've actually seen him before. And it popped in my head. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the one that looks like Slimer from the Ghostbusters. He said, I'm going to let him appear to you tonight. And you are going to tell him the father forgives him and Jesus Christ loves him and wants him to come home. Oh, I he appeared. I said that my bed shook. The temperature went up like it was like past 100 degrees in my room. I sweaty. And then the journey began where God said, you are a friend of the fallen. There is a way for my fallen angels to come back to me. Yes, in a bizarre way, I reform fallen angels and get them back to heaven. This particular one that was attached to me, the process was they have to give up all their powers, unconnect from the demon network, which is that's how Satan knows everything because they all information share. They have to say, okay, I'm, I want to go on this road to redemption to find God. And all of them have their own personal issues going on. This particular one uh, was known for his valiancy and he is trying to work up the courage to forgive himself for, you know, siding with, you know, somebody who wasn't God and getting kicked out, you know, so he's going through that road and several other ones have been reformed um, over the years. But, um, when they come back, they actually have a feast for them and they get their wings back. How I, long is that process? It can take years. It can take overnight. Actually, you know one from one of our adventures. Yes, I do know one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I brought her with me today. She said I could let her know everybody her name. Her name's Ingrid. She. But how do you know they're ready to go? Oh, I God tells me that. And I, you told me, like, I guess we can probably go through this since this was one of our adventures. Yeah, and just to give the listeners a little background, Jana and I went to this woman's home who was experiencing some evil spirits in her home causing disruptions and and she got in touch with you yes and yes. we went over there yes. because you were going to help them exercise them you were oh that's the other thing i guess i didn't mention besides <laughs> i have three different authorities i have one to reform them the ones that want to come back. It's just like voting for somebody and then finding out after they get elected, this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> sure, a lot of people can relate. Um, but that's how a lot of them feel. And a lot of the a lot of them are scared and they'll they'll find refuge in people's homes. That's why there's mm -hmm. so many stigmatized houses because they there's angels that protect all the houses. So when they come in here, there's like, wow, it's like Fort Knox, like, because they all beat up each other. So even the, uh, the other fallen angels will come and 
beat up the other ones. So, but one of the other things I do, the second authority, I can exercise or deliver demons. I can kick them out of houses. Um, I actually am given the names and weaknesses. I have the authority to do that. A lot of people find this very controversial too, because especially in the Catholic church, a lot of the priests are the only ones that could do it. But um, there are some lay people that actually have this gift that can do it and the other one is i can actually negotiate things with fallen angels which um that was another one i had to do so because i had to kick out some bad ones but the small the ones the helpless ones wanted to stay and i made a deal with them i said you guys can but you guys have to give up your permissions not to bother the new tenants that are coming in here but but i remember dousing the place with holy water we used uh, the sls and they're mm-hmm. still bouncing around and i'm like god kept his promise we had gone to the lady's house yes. that had yep. we'll call her jane yeah jane. <laughs> we went to her house and she had five demons in her house. Weren't they siblings? They were siblings. And I was given all the names of them and they were actually attached to portals and they were charged by the uh, that kind of energy. And I remember telling you, I was like, Charlie, don't go in there with equipment because one of them had the power to manipulate metal. Yeah. Um, and I didn't want like something flying and like hurting you. Yeah. Um, demons can't kill humans. Only humans kill humans, but they can injure you pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. So we went in there and I needed to kick all of them out i closed the portals the first round um but i didn't have enough i we didn't have all the rules in place to do you know get them totally kicked out and in the meantime you had gone there with i believe rich to do a ghost hunt well when we were there one of them touched me okay and that was i went up to richard ballard who owns whispers estate he's been on the show before and one of them touched my arm i said they're not gone yet Yes, and the one that touched your arm was Ingrid. Yeah. I was told praying that morning before we went and did the final, you know, deliverance, God said I needed to give Ingrid the the chance to either come with me or get her power drained. She did the same thing to me, grabbed my arm, and I said, you need to give me a sign here, Ingrid. And then immediately I was able to physically see her in her demon form. She started talking to me. I remember she's like a tall gray like little schoolgirl, but she had like shriveled skin and she had little blonde pink tails. And so tell the so, listeners yeah. what but the process is after that. After that, I remember Ingrid came home with me that night and it was like, I think Christmas time. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Her redemption she needed to do. She is known as Ingrid the Wise in heaven because that's the other thing I, I know their background. Who she, tells you their redemptions? How do you know all this? God tells me all these. God okay. and Jesus. And then she's just talking to me about about things and I remember they uh, we called Jane because Ingrid said I want part of her redemption was to apologize so oh. she had me call um, Jane and the and the kids that were there and she apologized for the way her siblings acted in that she participated you know she had to make the choice to turn on or back on her siblings you know, the other four. I just remember Jane was just crying on the phone. She just didn't understand why, you know, how some something demonic would apologize for hurting a human. I just thought that was just great that they're they're just like us. They have the same kind of different personalities. They have feelings. Oh yeah, come in different shapes, they, sizes, colors. Exactly, exactly. And this energies. Yes, and this was great redemption. The next morning, I remember going to work out immediately I saw her as a five foot blonde angel and she had long blonde hair 
she had gotten her wings already. Where's she today? Oh, she came with me on this because I asked her to. Her newest endeavor, which I was told two weeks ago, my house is now a school for for turning the uh, fallen angels back to the divine angels. How many you got over there now? <laughs> I have over 100 now. I am not kidding because I had you come over because I, I was like... I did come over. And you saw, I was like, there was a lot of activity. On the SLS. Yeah. And you, bouncing around. Yeah, and there's like more and more. And I have some pretty crazy ones over there. I have some really strong ones, like violent ones that would throw things around or... I mean, they're, they don't have permissions there. One of them spoke the other day and called my dog uh, Milo. You know Milo? Yeah. He's, he's such a rock star in our neighborhood. Ingrid's very excited to help all them. She's She has different teachers there. How long will they be there? Do you know? I have no idea. Does it bother you? No, because I... am used to it. I'm used to it because I've gotten exposed enough where I... And plus, I don't have a sense of fear. I got that taken away a couple years ago. I don't have desertion of spirits like I used to. So when one materializes, I'm like, oh, hi. Like, it's like, <laughs> oh, you're scared. Just, like, surprised me, but I'm not scared. I mean, they're there. but uh, But naturally, humans have that natural fear or they're like Ugh. did your gifts ever scare you growing up your own gifts <sighs> oh yeah the one that was attached to me used to shake my bed all the time and turn up the heat and I didn't realize that was him until it happened but I would have yeah when I'd get apparitions or I would have certain ones talk to me I yeah I, I didn't understand what was going on and you knew this was the pathway in your spiritual journey yes Yes. Like you knew what you needed to do. Yes. And when God doesn't give anything to you blindly, he always gives you a roadmap. You just need to be open-minded to see what he's saying to you or showing you. Mm -hmm. We're all built differently. We all have different relationships with God, spirits of this world. We all work together to support each other and have this relationship. That's why God created this realm. A lot of people don't understand this, but we all wanted to have, he wanted us to all have different relationships with him and not the same relationship like in the kingdom of heaven or even in the churches that are around here. A lot of them were probably getting a little controversial, but a lot of them are sprung by somebody's relationship with God and says, hey, I'm going to make a company yeah. and multiply this. But that doesn't mean that's your relationship with God. Exactly. And, but I do find when I was going through things as a child, I thought it was good to have some community and the education to have that groundwork for me to make my own decisions about my relationship. Mm -hmm. That's as much as I'll say about organized religion, because I do know some people get very upset about it. Yeah. Um, because a lot of people are passionate about it. And that's okay. And that's okay. And that's where they find God. But I find God over here. You find God over there. Yeah. Because of our different relationships. I've become more open-minded because I want to be around where God wants me to be. I don't want to have any limits. How do you help people? Tell us. How do I help people? Well, I do have a team. Rich actually helps me a lot. And she's uh, talking about Richard Rich Ballard, Ballard. Yes. Who owns Whispers Estate. Yes, he he is very good with the mental screenings and because we don't, I really don't take any cases going in thinking, hey, they actually do have a stigmatized house or something demonic's happening because a lot of them, they're 
just dealing with something and they may have demonic oppression. Everybody has that. Like, you know, you get thoughts in your head. You're like, oh, okay. But it doesn't mean that you actually have something that's throwing things in your house or putting suggestive thoughts that are leading to suicide, Mm -hmm. things like that. So I do get called to exercise demons out of houses and out of people. I will say this, if you don't have a relationship with God or understand the light, when you start playing with powers like this, and and I, I get a lot of calls from people that have had these things happening for several years, it's not fun anymore, then trying to get out of it because they don't have that relationship with God. Now I have to sit there and try to convert them, which is not one of my gifts. People on my team can do it, but that's when it becomes several sessions. You have to bring in other people. It just depends on how deep this is. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the client has let this go for so long. Exactly. And it's gotten stronger. It's not like I get these calls overnight. Oh, something's now all of a sudden haunting me. Well, it's been in your house for years, and and I always tell people, like, if you read the summary for the movie Poltergeist, that is exactly what goes on in a lot of these houses, where they're like, oh, yeah, I just, there's things that are floating, and this is great, and fun but then when they then your house burns down then your house burns down yes Yes. or it starts doing it starts actually getting bored and starts because you'll you'll get one that wants to cause mischief and sometimes they can get really nasty i'm not saying that all of them are like this but there's a lot of them you don't it's a gamble if you give one permissions exactly you don't know what you're getting and what's in your house at the time because naturally they go in and out of houses and places i mean there's some on my desk at work that are like playing in my my uh pen like little paper clip thing because i can also see the veil and see all the energy and that's another gift i have for another day which we will talk about it's called constant sight there's actually one documented case of it uh jonas elrod i don't know if you ever looked him up but he's got the same gift i do uh, where he can see past the veil at all times i don't know him personally he and i are connected on linkedin but i've never had a real conversation with him i've just know what i've seen on his documentaries i just the only thing i'll say is i just wish he'd be a little bit more open on how his gifts are helping others so how do people get in touch with you i'll give you guys my email address it's jana kavlak j-a-n-a dot k-a-v-a L-A-C at yahoo.com. And I'll put that in the link below. Yes, I can do it over Zoom. I can do it in the Midwest area. You don't have problems doing that. If I can't help you, I try to find somebody who does similar things that I can get you to guide you on your next step. I might not be the end game for fixing something for you, but at least I'm giving you a piece of the puzzle. And that's the best that I can do. And that's the best anybody can do in leading you on your journey. Jana, thank you. I'm going to put a link below to her email. So if anyone out there wants to communicate and ask questions and i would like to do a part two with you yes let's definitely do that if anybody has any questions yeah we can definitely do a follow-up on a q a i would love to be on here again maybe after our november adventure definitely girl awesome thank you for having me no thank you this is the spirit guider and ghost tales with charlie may